0: Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Investing from A to Z podcast. I'm your host, Steph Bodrini. This podcast is for everyone who wants to be part of our real estate family and learn commercial real estate investing from A to Z. I'll be sharing with you tips for real estate investing while being mentored by a few people with several years of experience so that you and I can make the least amount of mistakes as possible and succeed a lot faster. My goal is to keep things very straightforward because I value your time and you are here to learn. With that, in this episode, we are going to continue our conversation on how I closed on the portfolio of properties and what were the next steps that I took, as well as what are some things that happened after we closed. So the next part that I want to touch on is the loan. As I mentioned in the other episode, we asked for recommendations from the real estate agent into local lenders and credit unions and started applying And because I have zero experience with car washes, I got denied from some lenders, however, not from others. So the first lender that gave us a loan approval, they initially gave us a loan approval with a extremely unreasonable request, which was to basically tie up cash until we pay out the loan which gave us no reason to get a loan. And what I did when I got that news was I asked to set up a call right away with the loan agent. We got on a call. I explained everything, not only from the property side, but also from my experience side and how, you know, we have a ton of mentors. I have access to hundreds of people and all of that. You really need to show them that you are resourceful and that you are a professional. And also a lot of times that you were successful in your previous career. So it was a quick call. It was, I think, a 15-minute call. After that, he scheduled a call with a president of the bank. And again, told him the exact same thing. Asked them if they had any questions. And shortly after that, we got the approval. It was probably the next day or two. And I want to highlight here that it was not as simple as I am making. This took a while to get done, and it took a lot of effort in terms of, no, I don't like what you told me, (laughs) let's talk. No, I cannot do this, but let's figure out a way that we can do this. You should never just take an answer and say, okay, that's my destiny, You take an answer and you say, let's have a conversation. What are your concerns? So getting the approval after that call was really great news. And in the end, they still wanted to tie a little bit of money. And that was okay because they said, you know, after a couple of years, if everything is going well, we're going to release that money, which is perfectly fine. And I still had full control of what I was doing with that money. So that was a good compromise. So we got approved for a rate of four and a quarter fixed for five years on a 20-year loan. So commercial loans are typically 20-year loans. And the fascinating thing that happened was a week before we were closing, I got another call from another lender saying, oh, we just need the title company's information because we need to prepare the loan documents. And I <laughs> I was surprised. I said, what do you mean? And they said, yes, you were approved for a four and a quarter rate, seven year loan, and also nothing, we did not have to lock any money with them <laughs> at all. And also almost no points. That was a much better proposition from another local lender. However, I made the executive decision that we were going to go ahead with the initial bank. Why? Because I know that a lot of times you really need to have a good relationship with your lender. When the economy takes a turn, they can literally make you or break you. If you do not have a good relationship with your lender, they can call the loan, they will not rearrange things, and if you do, anything is possible. So I made sure to tell the loan officer that we got approved for the exact rate but much better terms with another bank, and we still were going to go with you guys because you guys have worked with us since the beginning i also took that chance to ask for a decrease in the loan closing costs so they decreased it to 500 for the loan so that was my decision in hindsight i don't know if it was the right decision but i know that again if something does end up happening these lenders can help you out a lot so it's not always about the price As far as the LLC formation, because I am in California and the property is in another state, we had to form a few LLCs, (laughs) and first I decided to break it down into two LLCs, one for the car washes and one for the self-storage, and this is purely for liability reasons. And just with this decision, we had to change our closing date by about seven to 10 days because the lender had to rewrite all of the loan documents. The title company had to rewrite everything and, chain and divide into two entities. So that took a little bit longer. And ideally, in the future, you need to make that decision in the beginning because we also had to sign another offer breaking it down into two entities. Even though when I signed the offer, it was under our name and or assignee, which means we can assign this to anybody. In that case, it should be an LLC. So even though this is how we signed the initial offer, we still had to create a whole new offer with both entities' names and also sign two separate offers for the properties as far as how the LLC was structured, we already covered that in another episode. There are ways that you can protect yourself and your property that is 100% related to the LLC, how that is formed. And also there are other ways to do that as well if you have a trust. So you should consult with your lawyer and figure out what is the best approach for you. As far as hiring someone to take care of the property, I also mentioned on the previous episode that we had someone in mind, but that person didn't even return my call when I left him a message and the real estate agent had to remind him to call me back. So that was the very first red flag for me. And then after that, he showed up late for our very first meeting on site. And that was my second and last red flag some of you may know this but there is a there is a saying that says hire slow, fire fast you should take your time in finding the exact right person for the job and really do a really good job with the interview and that are there are great resources out there. One of the books that I love is called hired highlight everything that you can in that book it is super super helpful for hiring and then on the firing fast side they say you know (laughs) people do not change and i have seen that over and over again and because this guy wasn't returning my very first call after we had agreed on him managing the property and also he was late for our very first meeting those were huge red flags for me and i decided not to work with that person and so When we closed on the property, the previous owner said, oh, you know, my son is currently out of a job. He could help with the transition. And I said, sure, why not? And because I was not local and I also felt like helping them out, they were really nice people. And also we needed help with the transition. And I felt like it could have been a good idea to have the son of the owner help during the transition. In hindsight, I'm still not sure if that was the right idea, but he did end up helping with a few things. Uh, However, you really want to make sure that it's someone that has experience with the asset class that you invested in and also that they are competent so that they will do what they say that they will do. And If you just let things go, (laughs) things will start going. You really need to be on top, having daily calls, sending to-do lists for them to do daily and get back to you at the end of the day with what action items were taken, what do they need to succeed. And so you really need to be hands-on, especially during the transition period. Now I'm going to talk a little bit about what happened after we closed So there I was closing on my first portfolio of properties in a city that I have never been to. (laughs) And I was super excited. We had someone come by as well during closing to check out the properties. He said he has never seen such a great car wash that was so well maintained. So it was a great week. I got a ton of accomplished over there. And I can maybe talk about all of the to-do items that I accomplished during that week while I was on site in another episode. But what happened after is the most fascinating part. (laughs) So nine days after we close and I come back to California, I get a phone call from the previous owner and he says, I have some bad news for you. One of the roofs in one of the car washes caved. And that was because of snow. And honestly, I was not scared when he told me that. I was like, okay, this is part of the game. Nine days, woo, I'm thrown in the ringer. Right away, I made a claim with the insurance company. And I cannot talk much yet about the insurance because the project has not been completed. But all I can say is that I am very, very, very pleased with Nationwide. They really are by your side. This company has been phenomenal with the claim that we made literally nine days after closing. So I've been recommending Nationwide to every single investor that I know. It has been a very, very pleasant experience with an insurance company. So check having the roof cave on my property has been added to my experience list. Uh, And then about 20 days later, the main maintenance guy that has been taking care of the properties for years, and he was great. He would go to the properties every single day, and I made sure that he was very happy. I said, if you want more hours, you can get more hours. If you want less hours, you can get less hours. Just let me know. Keep me updated. And then one day out of the blue, I get a text from him saying that he quit uh, with zero notice. <laughs> And that was another fascinating day. I immediately, well, first I told him, well, let's talk. (laughs) You don't have to work these many hours. Didn't get a response. He was basically exhausted because he had a full-time job and he wasn't able to keep up with managing these properties. Anyway, he did not respond to my request to speak with him. And immediately, what did I do? I started searching for staffing agencies in the city, only the highest rated staffing agencies. And also I posted an ad on Craigslist with every single thing that this person would have to do for the car washes. So looking for someone to manage and maintain three car washes and these 25 items are what you're going to be doing. I started getting applications that same day, had people come by the very next day to interview with someone on site that I trust. This person really liked one of them. We hired that person the very next day that I got that notice. And then he started the very next day. So got the quitting notice on Wednesday and someone was starting on Friday already. This was a blessing in disguise because we found someone who is wonderful and he is taking on a lot more responsibilities and he is just phenomenal. So in the last month and a half what I can tell you is that challenges can really be winnings for you later and you're not going to know until after you walk through that hurdle. And then a few days after that someone stole some money from us. I do not know who that is yet but because it's a cash business money was missing even before this happened i made sure that the credit card person installs a coin counter in every single machine so we know exactly what is coming in and that way there are no discrepancies and we changed every single lock so in the next episode i'm thinking of reviewing exactly what are the step-by-step things that I did when I was there on site for the week of closing and also reviewing the key takeaways that I have learned so far. All I can say is that no challenge comes for no reason. They come to make you stronger and it has been a wonderful experience so far. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to our super short and sweet and to the point newsletter at montecarlorei.com on top of the page. And also, I want to thank our latest reviewer, someone who literally just rolled their fingers through the, the keyboard, so there is no name to this reviewer, but here's what they had to say. Very informative. I really enjoy this podcast. Steph is so informative and her guests are top notch. What I really appreciate is the down-to-earth format of the show. As an agent and investor, I stay busy and love that I can get a ton of great information in a reasonable amount of time. Thank you so much, keyboard person. (laughs) I really appreciate your review very much. I literally read every single review and I really appreciate them. I am glad you're learning and that we're keeping things to the point. I will see you guys next time.